Good evening, everyone. I'm Pastor Michelle from Shades of Grace, and I have my cameraman with me behind the scenes. Say hello. Good evening. Hello. Can you guess who it is? <laughs> I think they know. He, he even has his own t-shirt. Yeah. I'll put I a plug-in for your t-shirts. Right. That's right. Yeah. So there's Will and Jimmy t-shirts. <laughs> there's gratitude journals. There's resources that we have. Um, that are from our Journey Through Grief, Zoom, and our Words of Inspiration. So uh, they'll be uh, scrolling at the end, information how to contact us at the church. You can also listen to any of the Monday Night Words of Inspiration. Uh, you can bring them up on the Facebook page. They're all by date and by title. So if you have a, a particular concern maybe, in your journey through grief, we can direct you to that particular video to watch. Um, you can listen to the podcast. I keep advertising that, but I don't even know how it works. Um, I've not listened to my own podcast, but I will. And um, we're in the middle of a series right now on the 23rd Psalm. And the rationale behind the 23rd Psalm is that for us grieving, there's a lot of comfort in the words that David wrote. But there's also um, an acceptability of that portion of scripture. It doesn't seem to matter if people are churched or unchurched or what their relationship is with the Lord or, or whatever, but they always seem to embrace the 23rd Psalm. So as folks that are participating in the Zoom and Journey Through Grief, we agreed a while ago that this could be words of comfort that we could then share with others as we cross paths with them in, in their grief. So any of you that have tuned in, that's the basis for this, and you can go back, and this is going to be video four. Um, it's, I'm calling it verse four, but I'm combining some verses that go together as phrases. And you can go back and listen from the beginning. And uh, we hope that you enjoy this tonight, and we hope that it brings comfort and that it restores your soul and brings healing and refreshing. That's the concept tonight. So the verses that um, I'm going to read, the, the Lord is my shepherd, that's relationship. I shall not want, that's supply, and I broke that down into material uh, possessions or provision and contentment. And then he leads me, uh, he makes me to lie down in green pastures, and that's rest. And tonight we're looking at, he leads me beside the still waters, refreshing, and he restores my soul. So together we're looking at, he leads me, whoops, he, he leads me beside still waters, he restores my soul for refreshing and healing and we're going to just take a look at what sheep do around the water. Do you have any idea what sheep's habits are around the water? They like calm water. They don't like rushing, fast-moving water. Did you read my notes? No. <laughs> have you I ever, didn't. Have you ever raised sheep? <laughs> no, but, no, but I did. I don't know how I knew that, but I did know that. Maybe I told you yeah. that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but that's okay. I wasn't yeah. going to put you on the spot, yeah, you know. But they, it's true. Um, they will only cross if it's pretty much still water. They like still, not stagnant, but they like it calm. And one of the, um, actually, one of the. Um, 
sources that I was reading about this because, you know, why did David say still waters? Like, why, why do authors, any authors, songwriters, preachers, why do they pick a specific word? Well, still waters has a lot of significance. In the Bible, still waters kind of refers to restful waters. And it's used in a lot of, uh, a lot of verses and uh, gentle, calm, flowing water. One of the references that I, that I read about said that sheep are at high risk for drowning in rapid moving water because of their heavy wool coat. And when that takes on water, they could, they could be swept away and drowned. And so I don't know if intuitively that's why they don't like rushing, fast-moving water, if they know that. I, I, I don't really, you know, I don't know how they process that, but, um, you know, in nature and with animals, they have that, that intuitive sense about them, about danger and about, you know, lots of things, and so survival. And so that was one thing that I read. The other piece that I read, and I thought, you know, because we're referred to as the sheep of, of his hand, and... Uh, my sheep here know my voice and things like that. So the sheep, the natural sheep, can focus on the shepherd without distraction about the water. They don't have to be fearful around the water. They can be calm. They can be resting. They can get refreshment. And they can actually focus on the shepherd's voice and know what the shepherd uh, is wanting them to do. So. Uh, when they're drinking, they're at a place of rest. They're getting refreshed. They're at a place of confidence. They're in an attitude of trust, you see? And all of these things relate to us as we're referred to as, you know, sheep who hear our shepherd's voice, Jesus. And sometimes the water can be scarce in the Middle East, and so there are wells. There's lots of wells that are mentioned um, in the scripture. And so they will draw water from the well and put it into troughs. And again, that's going to be still calm, you know, calm water for the sheep. Do you have any idea how much water a sheep requires during the day? Hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> well, do you know how much a human, you know, just the minimum, what does a human require? Eight glasses of water. Uh-huh. Eight, eight ounce glasses eight. of water. So... Eight times eight is... 64. And 64 is a half gallon. Okay, I didn't know that, but... Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. So half a gallon, about a half a gallon of water. Okay. Okay. And sheep require one to two gallons of water a day. Wow. Yeah, That's interesting. A lot of water. And if it's a pregnant ewe, then she requires two to three gallons of water per day. So uh, we can only go, uh, one of the statistics that I saw was that humans can go about three days without water, but then the organs shut down. So, okay. So <coughs> there are a lot of verses that refer to water, and I made a list of them here. And I also, oh, I wanted to comment on... Um, the folks on Zoom had some interesting contributions because my question to them was, where do you find still waters in your life? Where do you find that place that's calming and you can focus on the Lord and you can be resting and refreshed and renewed 
and you can have your soul restored. Soul um, generally refers to our mind, our emotions, and our will, as opposed to our spirit man and our physical body. So where do you rest your mind? <laughs> I don't know about you folks, but my mind runs constantly. Jimmy, how about you? My mind it is does. always <clears throat> running. But I bet you can guess the one thing that calms my mind. Music. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's it. I know. So they shared some things from their own experiences, and um, uh, one person said they sit on their front porch and look out because they have a creek that runs through the front of their yard. Mm. Perfect. Nice. Uh, another one said out the window looking out at pastures. They live in there's some neighbors that have cows, and so that's very peaceful and very calming for them. Uh, I, I was fascinated because everybody had outdoor spaces. Another uh, another Zoom member said, I can look outside and see woods mm -hmm. and just seeing sometimes, you know, some wildlife mm -hmm. out there and, and just calming with that too. All these yeah. things are part of creation. Um, someone else can sit on their dock by their pond. And I added that um, where I used to live, we had a pond, and I would sit on, on the dock on the pond. I'd feed the fish. My dog would sit with me, um, and, um, and that was awesome. Uh, someone else shared that they like a fire pit, and one of the things that I bought when I moved here was a little cast iron fake, no, not, a little cast iron electric um, wood stove looked like a little wood stove because I always had a wood stove and that was very calming for me I'd sit you know I'd get a little bench and sit with my back up against the wood stove or um, just having that fire going um, and so it has electric flames and sometimes in the winter I just pull up a rocking chair and put my feet up and just sit there watching the electric flames on this but it's still it's that visual and it brings that calmness to you and it gives you a place of confidence and trust but more than that you can focus undistractedly now it's not a word you can be undistracted and focus on the Lord so um, yeah so it was kind of you know kind of a nice combination but it was all about creation I thought that was very very interesting so here's some verses and I'll give you the reference and um, We'll get through these, and then I want to talk about how our soul can be restored through all this. So, Jeremiah 17:13 refers to the Lord as a spring of living water. Revelation 22:1 talks about the river of life that flows from under the throne of God. A lot of references to water. Uh, John 4 talks about Jesus and the woman at the well, and he says to the woman whoever drinks of the water that I give shall never thirst the water will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life John 7 Jesus again says if any man thirst come to me and drink for uh, from his innermost being that's you know that soul man um, and spirit will begin flowing rivers of living water so there's the outpouring of um, you know, giving back to others and sharing with others about the comfort and the peace and the restoration and the refreshing and the healing that comes from reading the 23rd Psalm and all the other scriptures that you know we share. And so, so restoring our soul 
how do we restore our minds? How do we calm our minds down? And we talked a little bit about this too. You can make journal entries. Um, you can, oh, somebody said, I just, I just, when my mind's running, 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 I just put up with it. And I said, well, there's a better way, than, there's gotta be a better way than that. Um, <coughs> we talked about, I, I used to, when I was teaching, I used to put up a notepad next to my bed, and if I woke up and my mind, oh, I forgot to do this, I forgot to do that, whatever. Oh yeah, write it down, I was able to go back to sleep, and then in the morning I had that list to take with me, you know, when I, when I was teaching and stuff. Um, some people get up and they get something to drink, they get something to eat. I used to get up and make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in the middle of the night sometimes. I mean, there's a lot of things we do. They're not all healthy. They're not all the best thing for us. But at that time, it worked, you know. So um, we shared some things like that. And we talked again about gratitude journals and about the importance of writing, you know, writing things down so that we know that we know that we know that we're taking care of ourselves too. Um, we can allow that slow, calm, living water to quiet our emotions during the chaos of grief. And we all did what Jimmy's doing right now. Jimmy, what are you doing? He's oh, yeah. nodding that his head. Green, yes. You know, there's a lot of chaos mm -hmm. in a journey through grief. And to sort all of that out requires finding that still waters place in your life that you can go away and calm yourself, let the Holy Spirit calm you, listen to the Lord, get focused, get refocused, and be able to move forward again. Having friends to pray for you, read the scripture, songs, there's a lot of things that people do and we share a lot of these. So we didn't have a lot of discussion because everyone in the group has been through this and, and understands. But for those of you who are watching, having that still calm place that refers to the still waters can help calm your emotions. Um, we can allow our minds to actually rest and be refreshed when we're in that, that place that we know is calming to us. And we know that Jesus is making intercession for us all the time, the Bible tells us that, so we can be confident. We can have our confidence and our trust built up. We can begin to make decisions when we're in that place of calm and rest and healing and refreshing because the Bible tells us we have the mind of Christ. So we are able to. We, we don't have to have a spirit of confusion or a spirit of fear. The Bible also tells us that we've been given the spirit of power and love and a sound mind. So there's that verse that we can, um, it's a promise, and we're not given a spirit of fear. So when we're facing new things in our new reality, we need to draw upon what the Word of God says and strengthen ourselves with that, that we have, you know, the Holy Spirit, we have the same power and love and sound mind that we can make the decisions that we need to make when the world feels like it's spinning out of control. And um, I have a couple of other verses that I wanted to share, and then a quote. I don't know where the quote came, it's anonymous, uh, I don't know, but these two verses I would encourage all of you to mark in your Bible, write them down. Isaiah 30, verse 15 says, in quietness and confidence you shall be my strength. And that speaks exactly to what these verses are talking about tonight. And Isaiah 40, 29, 
He gives strength to the weary and increases power to the weak. And that's what he, make, he leads me beside still waters and restores my soul is all about. We're, we're coming to a place where we can calm our spirits, our minds, our bodies, our thoughts, our emotions. And it's a place in quietness that God can strengthen us and increase our power, love, and sound mind to make decisions. So I'm going to close with a quote. And I, if I can find it, I will um, gladly reference this again. But it says, I give plenty of water to the weary soul, and I have replenished every sorrowful soul. Every grieved soul I have filled. So I'd like to read that one more time and leave that as a prayer for all of you who are viewing. And thank you for joining in tonight. Please put comments. Um, please contact us if there's anything that, you know, questions I can answer, Jimmy can answer, Pastor Will can answer. Uh, if you want to have a conversation, if you need resources, please contact us at, at Shades Grace. I give plenty of water to the weary soul, and I have replenished every sorrowful soul, every grieved soul I have filled. And that's a promise. And I have to believe it's from a devotional somewhere that someone was kind of paraphrasing some, some scripture references. So I hope I can find that. and. I hope that will bring you peace and comfort and rest for your mind tonight as you go to sleep and that you wake up refreshed in the morning. So thank you for being with us tonight. God bless.